Welcome back to another episode of the CodaCast. This is round two of Cars and Bubble Tea. We don't have any bubble tea in front of us to this uh, this episode Sadly. because uh, our producer and director are slacking. You know, that you had one job, guys. You had one job was to get us bubble tea. And I got water. What do you got? What do you have, Dave? Yeah, I got water, too. Water for me. I have water. That's okay. But uh, we are doing uh, a November challenge, right, Alan? Yep. Right? Are we... Uh, on are, pace. What, what, what do we got going on for November? Do you want to? Do you care to share and explain? Yeah, sure. Uh, for myself personally, I'm doing um, a Peloton ride a day with one rest day, no carbs, no in excess anyway, like rice, uh, bread, things that you would normally eat day to day. So I'm eliminating a lot of those carbs. Uh, no alcohol. I'm also doing 50 push-ups and abstaining from a little automation, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. Mm. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and this, uh, this, this, is, this is something that we're, we're trying to build a culture around, right? Like this uh, trying to improve and stuff like that. So, yeah, Alan normally crushes, like I've seen him crush four Big Marys, you know, Jeez. like he's, he's capable of that kind of damage. So... To see him kind of tone things back down, it's uh, yo, very inspiring. Some pocket money back, you know? Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. Money. Some gas money. Yo. But I will say, like, since I have started this, two and a half weeks ago, I was at 191. I weighed myself today, I'm at 187. These new mans out yeah. here. Four pounds? Four pounds. No, 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 five. Five. Pounds. 191, yeah. That means that your Subaru rips a little bit harder. A little bit, yo. Lighter. <laughs> hey, it's progress, man. I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, yeah, we, we've we been kind of doing this between our like immediate group of friends. Yeah, we're, we're eventually going to share this and spread this with building our community so that everyone who has that, that mindset of wanting to, you know, show little improvements in whichever area of their life they want to, they can kind of join in, right? Mm-hmm. So myself personally uh if you ask the guys around here uh, i have way too much shit they've spent many days many hours moving shit around from the house to the shop to the mezzanine on several occasions so my goal is to purge and declutter and lighten that load so yeah man i've i've been accumulating stuff for a long time so it's time to time to time to make some changes and then uh you know generally for movember guys grow out their mustache you guys know we got a head start right yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys <laughs> we got a two-year head start <laughs> oh, five years are here <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna try and uh see how ridiculous i look after a month of no no shaving are you so gonna keep it i don't think it'll look that bad man once once it grows out fully and you trim it and you uh you edge it up i think it'll look all right We'll see, man. Curl the ends. Looks, my dad looks very distinguished. Today, <laughs> so. And I look exactly like my dad. So, you know, it's, I think he'll, he'll trip out if he sees me. He <laughs> might. I'll be like, oh, it's like looking in a mirror, like set 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's, 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 a, mo- it's a month dedicated to men's health awareness. Mm-hmm. Right. I was speaking with uh, a customer of ours and he was telling me how someone in his family passed away like two three years ago from like colon cancer his brother so you know my my uncle actually went through something similar uh in his 30s and 40s so 
it's just, uh, you know, our health is very important. We can't be enjoying these cars and all that shit without, you know, our health. So I'm actually going to, I've been telling Sherry this for a long time, but I've been telling, uh, I've been wanting to get myself checked out, colonoscopy, all that kind of shit to make sure that colon's good, you know, make sure your nuts are good. For um, sure, man. All Jeez. that stuff, right? Just, just a, a primer. I did go for this. They, they recommend you, you go at 40, like 10 years before, like you turn 50, but you, you can always get like blood work done. Um, I plan on doing that too. Just, just to know, cause my, my dad too, he, uh, he also had a colonoscopy or sorry, he had a colon cancer yeah. and they removed something from it. I know that we're digressing way too far here. We probably should be talking about the cars. And you gotta right be now, healthy right. to be able to drive these exactly. cars, right? Point so. is, just take care of yourself so you can take care of the cars you love. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, uh, hey man, as much as we love cars, like these, these things are very important and this is the reason why we, uh, we talk about it, right? Because if we do care about that stuff. So yeah, let's jump right into, you know, we're trying to figure out what we want to do with this, this type of uh, content, but it's mainly just going to be walking through cars that we care about interesting news the industry where it's headed where it's going mm -hmm. um we'll start off close to home for me with acura and honda mm -hmm. all right so we have the new type s for the nsx right this is going to be a limited run of 350, 350. units this is going to be kind of the sailing off into the sunset mm -hmm. for the the specific generation of nsx's you're getting a horsepower boost of 26 horsepower, just 16 foot-pounds of torque. Mm. Yeah, so like I mentioned, 350 models. Yeah. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of the, the updated look, a Type S model? This is actually going to be the first Type S that's NSX that's been sold outside of Japan because the original NSX was only available in Japan. The, sorry, the original Type, Type S, S NSX. From the wow. the NA1, NA2s. What do you guys think? Yeah, man, super limited. 350 models. Are they all sold out already? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, all Jeez. the uh, they were they were all spoken for. Really? Yeah, yeah. all 300. Was one yours now? No. Problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he wants to get a resale one. I was one. at Aaron Milzacker yesterday. Yeah. Talking to the sales manager and uh, our boy Alan Vong. Yeah. So uh, we might have struck up a deal. Oh dang. You know, might have to okay. sell all the cars to be able to put a deposit towards this, but okay. not the original NSX though. Yeah. You got to keep that side by side with the yeah the new one. It's like old and new. So like the the the, the pictures that Alan's pulling up, they're uh, it's a new color. Yeah. Uh, a new oh, which matte, one? Matte gray. Matte gray. Yeah, that matte gray. It's called uh, Gotham gray. Mm -hmm. Gotham gray. Yeah. Mm. So it does uh, look like a Batmobile yeah, in some does, right? some uh, angles. So the front end is like more aggressive, new diffuser. You're shedding some weight with the carbon roof comes standard now. Really? Uh, the carbon ceramic brakes also shave some wow. weight. Um, you're getting some engine covers, some interior bits. Uh, nothing too crazy, but you know, with the car community, like these high, these low production kind of like exclusive models are, you know, they're, they get everyone talking. Yeah, yeah, it definitely looks much more aggressive than than the original NSX. Yeah, I like I like the uh, the arrow on this one. It's it looks really sharp. One hundred seventy-one thousand. 
That's uh, U.S. dollars. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That's U.S. dollars. Wow. So apart from the uh, the original, there's mo mostly just horsepower gains, or do they tune the suspension? Do they change up the gearing? They, I think it's a still the same dual clutch transmission. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't even think it's a dual clutch transmission. I could be wrong. Um, it's it's same transmission. They probably tweak the suspension. Um, mm -hmm. Tweak the the tuning of the motor. And nine the, speed, nine speed. Yeah, nine dual, speed clutch. dual clutch. Dual clutch. Okay, yeah. Crazy. So you got the sport hybrid, all wheel drive. So front wheels are me mechanically independent to mm -hmm. so the real wheels. The front wheels are driven by two electric motors, and then the rear wheels are powered by a twin turbocharged V6. Damn. With one direct drive motor. Wow. Direct drive. SH all wheel drive. What do you guys think of the, the platform being like hybrid and uh, petrol? I mean, it makes sense, it, it makes sense nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. like, as we shift towards EV vehicles, I mm -hmm. feel like hybrid has been there for such a long time, right? That putting it into these cars, it's it just makes sense. I don't know. That's a, it's a really interesting combination, like a mid engine all wheel drive. Like. I, I can't imagine how this thing reacts around a corner. I would love to feel that. Mm -hmm. Cause I know how like rear wheel drive feels with uh, MR, mm -hmm. but having that extra bit of like, I guess confidence mm -hmm. and feeling that weight shift from the center. I don't know. I, I can't even, I can't put that into my head, man. Yeah. It's, it's like a cheat code, man. Yeah. Like the way these cars <laughs> develop now, it's you, it's a heavy car, mm -hmm. but the way corners, the, the tuning, this platform, when it first came out, was a first in the industry in a lot of ways. Like the, the way they were able to meld a hybrid all-wheel drive system with like a mid-engine like exotic mm -hmm. sports car. Yeah, definitely didn't get a, a lot of love for a very long time. And it's funny because a lot of these cars, they don't, you, you don't appreciate them when they're out, but once they've come and pass, then you start realizing a little bit of how special they are. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that a lot with even the, the enthusiast car market, all these older cars that weren't worth shit before. Yeah. Now they're super desirable. Everyone's like so, selling their kidneys to try and pick yeah, up a, crazy. Like a clean chassis. But I think this uh, really cool to see the NSX come back oh, yeah. in a Type S form. It's going to be dope. I can't, yo, if we can get one into the shop, Jesus. So this is a North America like exclusive. They don't sell this in Japan. No, they do. This is worldwide. Oh, worldwide. Okay, okay. But because it's produced in America and Ohio, yeah. I think they're they're reserving 300 models just for the North American market. Really? It's yeah. only 50 for Japan and and Europe. Wow. Yeah. But I'm sure if you're in Japan and Europe, if you have the, the Guap, then yeah. you're gonna be able to source. Oh it yeah. Out, right. But. It's a special edition. Um, the last gen NSX, there, there was only the, the Zanardi was sold in North America. Mm -hmm. That was 51 uh, vehicles only. Okay. So that Zanardi, I think, was based off of like a race car driver. I, I could be wrong. But yeah, those Zanardis are super desirable now. They go for like over 150. Wow. Yeah. So. And this is an NA1. Yeah, they also had, um, like, in terms of other limited edition NSXs, they also had the NSX Type R mm -hmm. that was sold in uh, Japan. That was 483 units. 
produced mm -hmm. between 1992 and 1995. Uh, the Type S, 209 cars made between 97 and 01. And then there was like a Type S Zero edition, which they only made 30 of. Wow. 97 That's and 01. super limited. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'd be interested in seeing how this would drive compared to your NSX. Because I've, I've, I've driven your NSX from the body shop to another shop. And I love the noise it makes, but of course it's not a fast car. Let's be real. But it's, it's definitely a very nice car to drive. Like it engages how low you. you are. Yeah. yeah. But everything is just all the different yeah, uh, it's just, senses. It's just right? raw. Yeah. Like all the senses are there. Like, you know, the feeling you get from the engine behind you, the noise it makes, how low you are to the ground. It, you just don't get that a lot. It's a different experience mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. These, um, well, we're, we're finally getting the short gears put into the NSX. Mm -hmm. So that's going to, that's going to transform the way that car drives. So it's, it's, it's already so nimble and the car just has that driving experience is unlike anything else in the world. So, um, once, once the short gears are in, I'm, I'd be curious to, to have you drive it again and mm -hmm. let me know what you think, or even come with me on the track and then see when it's pushed to like, it's, 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 it's limits. What, what, what it feels like. Yeah, man, it's, uh, really, really, uh, really cool to see Acura doing this, mm -hmm. heading in this direction with performance models, right? Um, they're also doing a Type S MDX, mm -hmm. which is cool because, you know, like us car guys, we're all growing up. We have families, we have kids, you know, we got, we got to throw in the entire team into a car to go to a car show. So, you know, we, we like our performance sports cars, but you know, performance, SUVs, people haulers, mm -hmm. SUVs, seven seaters. Yo, that's, it's all about getting performance and mixing it with practicality. Right. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Is that, do you guys, do you guys, I think that's like, like the cornerstone of a, like a very good car in terms of it crosses all the, the, the checks, right? You, you have performance, you have practicality, you have good looks. And you don't feel like a dad driving it. <laughs> I mean, you could feel like a dad, I guess, but you know that this car is a little bit extra. You know it's got the balls, right? Mm -hmm. So I could definitely see myself driving something like this. This would be super fun. You know, just lower it a little bit, put, put some different wheels on it, and you're good. You got, you got all the room you need. You got all the power you need. It's probably decent on insurance. Like, I think, yeah, it's, it's a great, like, uh, crossroads to be at if you're, you're looking for something along these lines, right? Yeah, look at that thing, man. It's, it's got 21-inch wheels. Jeez. Like, these cars, these 21-inch wheels. You, you remember back in the day when we watched, like, rap videos? Yeah, And yeah, you yeah. have, like, 22s on, the, on these, yeah. like, yeah. these trucks and all that stuff, and we're like, holy crap, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And the then now you're looking, you're looking at, like, mom dropping off the kids yeah. in an MDX with 21s. It's like the norm. Yeah, like, even Chris's Atlas had 21s on mm -hmm. it, too. Jeez. But let's see, let's dive into the specs here, okay? 355 horsepower, turbocharged, three liter V6. Yeah, so the same motor as the TLX Type S. Okay. So this is, the, this, this, is the, this is their performance motor. Yeah. Well, you guys uh, have the A-spec yeah. version of the MDX that you just purchased recently. Yeah. How much of a horsepower difference is that? I think it's sitting at like 
270 ish. Okay, so it's a it's a big gain. Yeah, but it's also mm. NA. So mm. torque's not there. Mm. Okay. This, this a car that big, you need the torque. Mm-hmm. So even when we step on it, it's just like just hauling. It's, it's just it's a, it's a heavy <laughs> car, man. It's a big car, seven seater. Yeah. That that uh naturally aspirated V6. It just doesn't have enough torque. Mm-hmm. So having this extra turbocharged boost it's gonna make a world of a difference let's take the team to our destination faster wow you can get a towing option package yeah so like the front seats will now have like a massage function uh height adjustable air suspension you know acura's newest vehicles their els sound system is sick like mm-hmm. we added in the rdx it was so it oh was, yeah it was really nice nice um the top tier type s uh, trim will come with 25, a 25 speaker system and they actually have like LEDs backlit in the speaker. So like you'll, you'll see the speaker and it'll, it'll be like lit up, yeah. like all the LED colors and stuff. Wow. Like that. So, Bring so. back like the year 2000s, you know, in case you want to rave in your, uh, <laughs> <laughs> your SUV, right? Sick, man. Yeah. So turbocharged ride height, adjustable air suspension. Um, you got four piston Brembles in the front, 21 inch tires or wheels all around mm-hmm. quad tip exhaust yeah new front bumper new rear bumper gloss black accents to go with a sporty look mm-hmm. and then i think the regular pentagon grill normally is uh gloss black mm-hmm. to match all the all the, all the other accents but the type s will have like a color matched border oh nice so it's gonna be a nice low touch um yeah a lot of type s badging mm-hmm. I like that it has the ride height adjustable air suspension because with a few tweaks here and there, I believe you can lower that thing. So That's awesome. But have you ever, like, have people taken, like, OEM air suspension and been able to I tweak it? I believe so, yeah. Like, usually they just have, like, those sensor rods yeah. that they change yeah. so that it's either they change it into a shorter rod or yeah. a larger, or like, a longer rod, yeah. and it... It tricks the sensors into telling them that it's too high, mm. so it drops the car. Yeah, that's probably not yeah. gonna. That's probably gonna avoid your, avoid your warranty, isn't it? It will avoid your yeah, warranty. Oh but man, my my service advisor is not gonna want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we just traded back our RDX in, and uh, let's just say he wasn't too he happy wasn't too about happy. The, the suspension because we uh, we lowered it on oh, springs. Did, did you keep it on the lowering spring? No, no, we we swapped it out. Oh, okay, right? but there was. Uh, a little bit of damage done to the some some boots and stuff. So, oh, yeah, I got I got a stern a stern look and a stern yeah. talking, but you know, yeah, it's all good. It's yeah. all good. It's all good in the hood, man. <laughs> Nobody died, yo. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. So it, I think it comes with the yeah. So it, the Type S is gonna come with uh, two trims, just the Type S and Type Type S Type S Advance. The Advance comes with like plush floor mats, show extra luxury there. What? So it's gonna come with the 25 speakers, light uh, backlit speakers, and then the front massaging seats. So you're saying it's gonna be harder for us to detail these floor mats? Damn. Damn. I'm gonna take your shoes off. Damn. So we're gonna we're gonna need those booties. You know those yo, uh, shoe booties that we were talking about. Uh, yep. Every time you get in, it's like, yo, Anderson, put on these booties. <laughs> these booties on. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then uh, last but not least. Oh, okay. Is the Integra. All right, Alan, you had Integra back in the day, right? Yeah. Are you hyped or, or what? Of course, man. Which Integra did you have? DC5. 
Oh, DC5. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the later gen model with the facelift. So it was no oh, longer the, the teardrops. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I had the straight lights. I love that. 06, 06, yeah. yeah. That was actually one of my favorite cars. Buddy, I, I fantasized and drooled over that car uh-huh. in so many like Need for Speed Underground games. Mm-hmm. I would just like, yeah, that was my car. That was the one I went to. I don't know. It just spoke to me. It's just the, the profile, the wedge, the shape. Just, I don't know. It just looked so good. Like, yeah. Everything was just perfect. Yeah, yeah. Definitely clean lines, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get like a nice Type R type uh, spoiler on the back there. Sporty. Yeah. Did it come with that spoiler? No, not mine. Mine's yeah. the North American one. So I, I wanted was, to JDM it out. Right? Yeah, it was aftermarket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is an exciting time, man. I, I, I could only find um, renders of like the, the concept. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for what they're rumoring it to be, potentially all-wheel drive that would be super dope um what is it like 250 horsepower is what they're saying yeah so they're they're, it's gonna be a nice little hatch they're not gonna just slap the two liter turbo type bar motor in Mm -hmm. because acura they want to separate the brands like what's the point of just having a rebadged yeah type bar Right. They it's, wanna, like, it's like the CSX. Yeah, they they want to showcase their technology. They want to showcase what they're known for. And Acura is known for their, they just like re-released their super handling all-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's always said, man, if the Type R came with all-wheel drive, that would be sick. So there are a lot of spy shots of the car being a four-door. There are some rumors that it, they might also have like a two-door variant. Yeah. But that's a little... You know, a little far fetched because like coupes don't really sell that well. Mm-hmm. But the Integra but, is just known to be a coupe, like ever but, since the '90s, right? Yeah, but if they yeah. really hit it out of the park with like a, a really dope package, mm-hmm. even if they release in the coupe, I think it'll sell it crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because you look at the the BRZs, look at the um, GR86. Yeah, right. If They're you, the same car, but just different fashion. Like right? like when when we were t- when I was talking with Ben. Um, and Chris on, on one of the other podcasts, he was mentioning, like, if you put together a compelling package, you know, people say, like, no one buys coupes, this and that, but it's, it's only because manufacturers haven't been releasing anything cool in coupe form, mm-hmm. right? So if they come out with Integra, with all-wheel drive, hybrid system, that would be sick. Yeah. Like, I don't think they absolutely have to follow the same kind of design language. If they could, like, spin it or remix it in a way that's, like, really well done and very well executed, I think you would generate new fans, personally. Yeah, and they, they teased the manual transmission, right, right like, recently. Yep. And that's the biggest thing for, for, for myself, anyways, yep. right? I, I could care less if it had all these other bells and whistles, but for myself, speak, like, it has to be a manual. And, and they, that's going to be the only manual that they offer across the, the lineup. In Acura. In, in Acura. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's confirmed they're, they're yeah. nice. Yeah. They, they nice. tease a video of them shifting through all the gears, all yep. the older generation the older Integras, yeah. and then into the, the current gen. So that was sick. Because yeah, it's rumored to be, a, what, a four-door hatch. For four-door a, hatch? Yeah, for the Integra. Yeah, so like, so like do you think it's just like a Type R rebatched? with different headlights. Like, you know how when the CX, CSX came out and the Honda Civic, the only difference was the headlights and the bumpers and the taillights. 
sure do you they think they're going to do something like that? I think they might share some technology, not all of it, right? But mm -hmm. if it does come out as an all-wheel drive, can you really com compare the two? And it's like detuned, yeah. right? 250. I mean, like, I think it would be a really cool platform just based off of all-wheel drive because um, I'm a big fan of all-wheel drive now. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it's, I don't know, can we say it's like a rebadged Honda? Mm. I mean, Honda and Acura are both sister companies. Of course, of course. Um, but w if, if that came out true, how would you like feel about it? If it was just like a read I mean, I guess I wouldn't be surprised, right? I mean, I, I understand it's a, it's a company, they got to make money, and maybe just um, having these two projects be very closely related saves them money, right? Is what I'm thinking. But there's a huge following behind the, the Integra Type R name itself. So yeah. I feel like they do want to deliver, at least on some aspects, for those fans. Right. So yeah, I guess time will tell. We can for only sure. speculate right now, but yeah. Yeah, there's some, some spy shots of the Integra four-door the, the, in camel. And like the front four doors in the front of the car look exactly like the new Civic. Mm. So they might be using some similar architecture as the, as the foundation. Mm -hmm. But the back, it looks different. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these companies, they, they have to be able to take these universal architectures and kind of tweak them here and there for different brands, different uh, continents, different markets. Yeah. So probably some of it is going to be taken from the 11th gen civic. I think I, I, that's, that's probably, you know, it's got to make business sense, Yeah. but for them to take that and then add all the drive to it, change up the interior, that would be sick. That would be sick. I, I'm no gripes about that just because the 11th gen, is getting a lot of buzz mm -hmm. and it's 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 a really really nice car like they've done a great job with the refresh and uh let's jump right into yeah the civic yeah they just they just announced the si um there's been a lot of camel shots of type r mm -hmm. but yeah so the si is gonna i think it's gonna come just in the sedan si yeah i believe sedan just the sedan. yeah i don't think it's gonna come in the hatch because the hatch is gonna be reserved for the type r mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it's gonna have six, uh, six speed, uh, new seats, new Bose surround sound system or sound system. Uh, they're, they got the new nine inch touchscreen. So the interior of the, the, the 11 gen looks actually really, really nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's got more of like a Euro inspired kind of simplicity to it. Yep. That's, um, it, it drives and handles. You know, a lot of journalists have, have said that it, it, it's a great, great package. And, they, and Honda fucking hit it out of the park with this one. Right? Yo, those so, headlights are super interesting, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be an updated 1.5 liter turbo engine. Kind of like the 10th gen. Mm -hmm. uh, 192 foot-pounds of torque, around 200 horsepower. They improved like the flywheel, uh, better throttle response. Uh, it's going to have rev matching now. For the first time. Oh, really? Wow. So, like, the, the same system that's from the Type R is going to yeah. be in the SI. So, now you can kind of enjoy auto rev matching, yeah. uh, which is which is nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can sound like Very a pro when you're going around the corners, you know. Just down shit. You know, when I, was, when I got the Type R, I was like, man, I'm not going to use this rev match. I want to yeah. drive, like, you know, like... I want to do it myself. I want to do it myself. <laughs> but then, 
I used it yeah. and then I got used to it and I don't think I've ever turned it off. Mm. And we're, we're coming still up on four years. Still on to this day. Because, <laughs> you know, that rep match has definitely saved my ass when we took it to the track. It know? just helps oh, yeah. you, yeah. Like, you don't have to, like, think about it. You just put it no, into... No, it's definitely, a, it's a cool feature. And yeah. yeah. I, like, I like the trunk lip spoiler. I've gotten uh, used to the, the, the new design, the 11, the 11th gen. Like... I actually really like it. I see it. so much like influence <laughs> I like here. It. Like I don't know if yeah. it's like me, but it's I very accord like. I was gonna say that like yeah. the 06 Accords, the four mm, doors, they yeah. kind of have that same profile. Yeah. Like for the tail lights, I wanna almost dare say it reminds me of like a Volkswagen like Passat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a. Uh, I mean, really cars are getting more similar now. Yeah. I feel like like you know from manufacturer to manufacturer. So those headlights, the design look, languages are pretty, pretty yeah, close. Yeah. Yeah. But the 11th gen compared to the 10th gen is, it's actually like really matured itself. I think. Oh yeah. You know, sure. like the body lines on the 10th gen compared to this, this new gen. What do you think of that interior though? Huge. Oh. It's nice. I like it. It's simple. It's clean. Yeah. You still get the SI badging on the I, seats. I don't, know, I don't know about the seats though. I like yeah, the shape. The, the, the red centers, that mm -hmm. looks a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially against an orange launch mm -hmm. color like this. But if they yeah, brought, yeah. The, the styling, they, they've just listened to the community mm -hmm. because everyone was so polarized in terms of like the 10th gen. They're like, yo, this looks way too overstylized. And a lot of people didn't buy it. A lot of people that I talked to didn't buy the car because they thought it was just two boy racer, right? Mm. You're, you're either, you, you hate it or you, or love, you it. love it. There, wasn't, yeah. there was no in between. So now they're, they're like, you know what? Okay, we learned our lesson. It seems that that, that seems to be like their, their mindset heading into this 11th gen is like, yeah. okay, we're gonna tone it down a bit, you know, and, and not make it so boy racer-ish because the, the people who, who, who have the money to buy a Type R, yeah, they're a little bit on, you know, they're a yeah. little bit older as well, right? right. So the yeah. car definitely looks more mature. Like I could get into this and not feel like everyone's watching because like I got some crazy ass spoiler on or some shit, <laughs> but I could definitely drive this and be comfortable. It feels like it has a vibe or essence of like an Audi A3 or something, you know? Yeah, I get that too. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like you could definitely VIP this out yeah. and people would be like, whoa, what car is that? They wouldn't think it's a Civic yeah. until they get up close, right? I could definitely. Yeah, that's so true. Now that you mentioned yeah. A3, yeah, it, it definitely can. Yeah. Can, it has that, that kind of vibe as that, well. That's the same shape, right? But anywho. All right. Type R. Oh. 11th gen. Type R. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. You know, this is, this is, this is my jam right here, all right? We just recently finished our our lease of the the 10th gen really bought it out okay. so it's ours we have some parts over here that could potentially widen it yeah that's that's so what we had come in was the varus wide body mm -hmm. front flares rear flares you know the idea was like we're hopefully taking the car potentially making it a full-time track car for Kodawari. Um, still on the fence about it. On the fence of being a track car or on the fence of? Widening it. Widening going it. through with, okay. with, with uh, it's tough. wide body. It's tough to cut through 
those fenders, right. man. Thank you. Yeah, I, I was thinking of, of uh, well, you know, SEMA is going on, going on right now, and there was a FK8 virus wide body there that was molded on. Wow. So no rivets. Okay. Super clean. It actually looks really nice. Yeah. Really, really nice when everything's molded on. I've always kind of really liked the that molded look. I've never been a big fan of the rivets. rivets. Yeah, me too. Except for when you see them on like an RWB because it's just so iconic. Like you've, you don't right. really often see uh, RWB kits molded on. But yeah, when it's that virus kit, when it's molded on, it's super clean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... With that being the case, uh, we might need a new daily. Is this it? Is this, is this what you're pitching right now? Yeah, it looks sick. I, 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 <laughs> looks wait, that's not even the one though. That one look, it has a different wing. Yeah, different wing. Really? I yeah. think the new one has the, um, is, the uprights. Is there a special moniker for this model? No, no, no. It's just... Um, what, what year are we talking here? Yeah, 2022 Type R, but it's in the camel. That's, that's, that's probably a, a render. But... Uh, yeah, so the styling has been toned down. The wing is super sick. I, I really like it. It reminds me of like the GT4 type type of wing, where it's just like a little the upright. Uh, it's got like um, just a lot of a lot cleaner back then. Mm -hmm. Still got the tri-tip exhaust, but I I think they're gonna unveil this maybe next year. Just like, looking at the lines, it looks way more uh, bubbly. Less angular, yes. less aggressive lines. Definitely. It's kind of cool. I like it. Can't say anything bad about it. Mm. Hatchback, four doors. Is it gonna come with twenties again? Yeah. Ooh. Um, we gotta swap those out for TEs. Yo. Do they look like twenties? They look like twenties, man. They look but like at they least could they be. don't have like that that red lip around them anymore. Oh god. Oh, I'm not yeah. a big fan of yeah. black wheels with that with a, that yeah. red. Uh, Too tacky. That red lip. But yeah, man. Super excited. I think, I think they're going to probably announce it at the Geneva Auto Show. That generally happens. Because I remember last time they announced the official 10th Gen Type R, it was like right on my birthday, March 3rd. They, they actually announced it on, on my birthday, and I was like, this is... This you're is destined like, to get it, destined. bro. I'm just yeah. going to buy it. That's it. So, yeah, man. Yo, crazy. They're going to add a dual clutch to match the Veloster N. Oh, the type R with a dual clutch. Yo, that'll be sick. I don't know why. Yo, that's gonna be sick. That might be a rumor. Who, who mm. knows? Um, it's confirmed. Honda has confirmed the mightiest Civic will will have so a standard have manual, and we think it. Okay, never mind. Oh, we think. We think. Okay. There's the keyword. Okay, yeah. So I guess it's. I wouldn't mind. That'd be kind of cool. I wouldn't so, mind. Yeah. I actually prefer cars that are Paddle? paddles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fun if you got like the right. I guess uh, paddle shifting system. Yeah. I mean, right? you can always like swap them out, right? Oh, you can. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. What do you think now? You think you're you're gonna you're gonna hop on this or what? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yo, we get a new type on. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stephen's been whipping around the the, the type bar for the oh, past yeah. two weeks. I bet he, I bet he's. Oh, he that. loves it. He yeah. said he loves it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe trade in his G for that. Maybe yo, he's gonna jump the Nissan ship, yo. G is too high. It needs to be lowered, yo. Oh my god. Yo, now I just talked about the wheels with the red stripes. And Steven has what do we have black wheels with red stripes. Oh, we gotta plug in a photo of that. <laughs> <laughs> always like we're always roasting Nick, and I don't, I'm like, yo, I forgot to roast Steven, yo. He's got aftermarket wheels. 
Well, you can't roast Nick anymore. Yeah, because yeah. he put yeah. his steelies yeah. back he's on. Really Windows back on, so he's good. But yeah, he's got the. He's got the, oh God, don't even get me started. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop beating that dead horse, yo. <laughs> oh, here's a render of it. Um, yeah, yo, that nice. actually looks really nice, man. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I, like, that, I like that. That spoiler like makes that. it for me. Um, yeah. And, and the taillights too? Yeah. Yeah, super cool. I'm looking forward to like the aftermarket. There's a, there's a front end render of that that looks really good too. This one? It's the same type, uh, yeah, just on the, from the front end. See if you can pull it up. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the aftermarket support will have. Yeah, so like car. the rear bumper doesn't have as many vents anymore, yeah. right? Remember like the, the tension has like all these mesh vents that-, right. that Yeah, it looks super so clean now. It's just like a nice clean diffuser. Um, you got like those side reflectors that look super clean. Uh, still have the front fender duct. No, that's, that's different. Okay, these are renders. These are more sharp. A hundo P. These are renders. But no, overall, I think it looks a lot more uh, tame than the original. Yeah. I could see this taking off quite well. And with the new interior too, it should, it should be a pretty sick package. Yeah. Yeah, can't wait. I'm sure there's going to be like, like so much aftermarket body support for this. They're probably going to want to widen the arches and everything. I think it'll look, it has a lot of potential. Like they're giving you a really good canvas to start off with. Yeah, you can, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's aggressive in all the right areas. Yeah. And then now you can kind of add on to that. Yeah. This is a very timeless design, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Compared to like the 10th gen, where yeah, it's like, like very aggressive and sharp, you know. I was in, I was in my group, my, uh, my FK group, and the guys, when, when they saw this, everyone was going crazy. Uh, everyone really likes the, the direction of it. So are we like, going to get more used type bars on the market? Probably, yeah. yeah no. You're probably gonna see a lot of them turn up now. Yeah. They're probably gonna be traded in or, yeah. or maybe sold and deposits put down. I, mean, I think it's supposed to come out in two years. They're probably gonna announce it, you know, yeah. next year. They'll tease it soon. And then maybe you'll be able to purchase, and they'll take people will take delivery maybe like early 2023 or something like that. You think price tag is gonna be around what it's at right now for the Type R? It's gone up. Yeah, it's probably gonna be around for sure. Everything's got more expensive. Yeah. The pandemic has just made manufacturing just crazy. More, more, more headaches. Like even shipping stuff from, you know, one place to another, shipping has gone up. So when I bought the Type R, it was initially like 40, 43 grand out the door, Canadian. That's what it's going at for used. Yeah. Right now. Right now. It's like 45. Now, MSRP is like 58 out the door. Jeez. So it went up like over 10 Gs. I couldn't believe how much it went up. Mm -hmm. So. It, wow. Yeah. Have you thought of a color? Red. Red? Yeah. Yo, red is sick. Well, I, I originally wanted red. Yeah, red gen. I remember when that car first came out, there was like very slim pickings for colors, right? Yeah. They only had, what you get. Yeah. It's like white and white, black. That black. was it. Right. I think, yeah. if I remember correctly. Red came out much later. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I think I think Championship White was the first color the Type R came in. Yeah, yeah, I think you might be right on that one. Right? And yeah. then Night, Nighthawk Black Pearl was the second choice. Mm -hmm. We didn't get the blue. Nope. We didn't get the blue because that was stateside only. We didn't get the blue. We didn't get the dark gray. Mm -hmm. um, there was, I think, one more color. Oh yeah, so yeah, no, we yeah we only got the red, and that was only a 2019 run. Yeah. That's it. 2019 mm -hmm. was only 
uh, production year that they made red in. So as Canadians, we got those three colors and then we got that ugly ass gray afterwards. Oh, that like ceramic gray type no, of thing? No, it's like bluish gray. It's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, Who yeah. the hell approved that color? That was like, it was, it was like Honda's own attempt at doing like a Nardo gray. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I guess. That was a hot color at that time. Like every manufacturer was trying to but we also got we, well, we also got the yellow much later, right? Yeah, that yeah that's, that's, that's like a special. Yeah, yeah the special the ones. For the LEs only. I wonder why they only offered so little choice in color. I mean, like, there's so many flavors that you could make this car into. No. What I don't understand is why they didn't offer the blue and the dark gray over in over Canadian here. Market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're right next door to the states, pretty so much. For them to just not ship us give us those two color options that's i don't know that's <laughs> they offer like that other blue colorway um blue's blue oh yeah we got blue's blue. the really yeah, light yeah, one the right? really light yeah, one. yeah. yeah. i've yeah. seen a few yeah. of those yeah. around that's i don't mind that color but mm -hmm. maybe not on the type bar though no i like the deep blue. yeah i wouldn't I yeah would. the metallic the blue is nice in person yep. just a little too bright mm -hmm. for my taste okay next up Mazda, y'all. Mm. Uh, you guys both have had Mazdas in the We've past. had Mazdas. I still yeah. have a Mazda. Yeah, this Mazda's been I've driving had two, Mazda yeah. for 11 like, years. 337,000 kilometers. Was it brand new when you got it? Yeah, I got it brand new. Jesus. Back in uh, 2010. This is, we're talking about the... Uh, Mazda 3. Mazda 3, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, my brother drives a Mazda, too. Yeah, he does. The uh, MX-5. Miata. Miata. Yeah. yeah, ND. Love that thing, man. Love that thing. So... Apparently, Mazda is changing the direction of their brand. They're going more upscale, more luxury, mm -hmm. more performance. So they're launching like three new SUVs over the next two years. Like not just like refreshes. They're like three new SUVs. I think they're called the CX-50. CX it's going to be the CX-70, CX-90. Uh, the 90 is going to be a three-row seven-seater. Okay. Um, the CX-70 is probably going to be... Uh, a five-seater but it's gonna be really showcasing their new powertrains hybrid hi hybridization uh all that all that mixed up with the direction of the brand so that's gonna be pretty sick and I, I know everyone's been teased about the rx7 and like a successor yeah nothing has really been kind of shown on on that mm -hmm. end but there have been rumors of a new mx5 mx5 yeah but Mazda's coming out strong, man. They're 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 doing a lot of really uh, exciting things. So it's never been a brand that really captivated me much. But obviously, you guys have had a little taste of what that community and what their performance is like, right? So what do you guys think? Uh, in terms of the MX-5, the new hybridized hybridized one, right now I think there's only concepts. Cause it's yeah. kind of just floating around out there, but that would be really interesting to see. I think um, the amount of power that you can tune these things to would probably meet a lot of people's expectations in terms of getting more power out of the car. Um, I don't know. It's um, always the case with, I guess, the Miata guys. We want more power. Yeah. Because the car is so light, so small, so nimble, very, very, very easy to drive. Like you've driven it now. Right, my brother's car. How, do, how? What's your take on it? It was fun. It was driver's car. You know, mm -hmm. like you get in that car and then you can just you everything is where it should be. Um, you feel connected to the vehicle, mm -hmm. so 
your brother has like the 150 horsepower one. Correct. Right? Yeah, the I, ND1. I, I, I've never driven the 180. I think the, there's there's a step up, right? Right. A bit, a bit of a step up. It's the same motor, just is, is it a different motor? Same motor? I believe it's the same motor. Same motor, but yeah. just kind of tuned. Yeah, tuned up. Yeah. yeah. So I like I can. Your your brother's car was already a lot of fun to drive. If it had like a little bit more torque. More torque, yeah. That would be. I was thinking the same thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. More torque, a bit more horsepower, just to get it going. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, yo. Case swap it. Because you look at SEMA, there's literally case swaps in everything. Everything, everything that you can think of, there's a case swap. Case swap Porsche, man. Yeah. Case swap Porsche. Uh, Ferrari, case swap BMWs, like. um, Case swap bicycles. Case swap everything, yo. Yeah. (laughs) But what do you guys think about Mazda making this shift in their brand? You know, they're no longer considered like a. You think they're trying to put themselves up there with like Acura, Infinity, yeah, some yeah. more luxury oriented. It would be cool, yeah. It seems that way. Yeah, I, I like that Mazda is taking this different route because for a long time Mazda hasn't been doing much, right? Besides mm-hmm. the Speed series, like the Mazda Speed stuff, you know, nothing really has come out. Yeah, I kind of miss that that performance line, man. Yeah. Like the Speed line, it was actually really uh. It was really fun. Yeah, because all, all, all these manufacturers are going back into the, the sports sector, right? For the car enthusiasts, like mm-hmm. the Type S, mm-hmm. Type R's. If Mazda can come up with like another R, like another rotary engine or just more horsepower or, or their Mazda speed line, it'd be crazy. Yeah. And I understand that everyone's transitioning to a hybrid system or full EV, but even if they can incorporate something in the RX series of cars, mm-hmm. whether it be like a hybrid. No, I, I definitely agree e. with you, man. I, I remember uh, way back when Mazda used to be fun. They had like the RX-7, mm-hmm. like different generations of that car. And they had a lot more like roots in um, racing. I remember yeah. playing Gran Turismo and me and now would rip the seven seven eight seven D. Oh man, that car was so sick. Dreams. Yeah, and now like to see them growing to like this more luxury brand and kind of establishing themselves as like I dare say like maybe BMW of Japan or something like that. Yeah. Like their prices for used cars now have gone like way up. Yeah, like it's surprising to see, right? Because like you know if you were to rewind like 10, 15 years ago and look for a Mazda, you'd see like some rusted out like three like model or and then it'd be like i don't know 1500 bucks or something but now you look at like their uh their cx5s yeah they've gone up in price quite significantly man just like for a used car i'm just like well that that was the biggest issue with mazda too right was that they rusted a lot yeah absolutely right after like the fifth year or whatever yeah both of my monsters had rust or started to form rust After that car, I was like, never, no more rust yeah. ever again. Yo. No more Mazda. That's it. That Gen Protégé with no rust. There's like those ones, those things were like falling apart. Like, yeah. yeah. It just can handle the Canadian winters. Yeah. Like, we just salt the shit. I think after shoes. 2010 or 2009, that's when they began using better paint and better mm-hmm. materials. That's why like my Mazda is still good in mm-hmm. terms of like the body panels. It's true. Yeah. But, but like the, the Mazda 3 that you had, the previous gen, like the first yep. gen, was those were prone one. yeah the yeah, quarters yeah. rust out yeah. like within the first year bro you also rust proof the shit out of your car oh i did that's true <laughs> yeah. for the first like three four years yeah it's been caked 
we, we, we popped that hood and it had <laughs> we saw like what 10 years of rust proof winter driving daily oh, driving yeah. looks like holy the first time detailing that engine was by now himself yeah and then uh, i think i sprayed too much water in the engine bay and then it started misfiring oh so, yeah like, misfire. <laughs> <laughs> my car started stalling i was like oh and then i popped one of the 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 spark plugs and i was like oh shit there's water in it I was secretly trying to just kill your car so you you'd so buy get a new sick. so you'd buy a new car, yo. <laughs> so you see you rolling here with a Honda, yo. Yo, supposed to actually go and check out a an EK sedan, but Ooh, I never did. Sedan. It, it was very clean, very clean. What year? Ninety eight. Okay. Ninety eight four door. It was automatic, uh -huh. no rust. Came in a blue color. Okay. Um, Hundred and. 3,000 kilometers. Wow. Thing looked mint in pictures. It belonged to a guy who owns a, a rust proofing shop. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I never went to check it out. Yeah, aren't you going to look at the car this weekend too? Uh, that guy flopped, but I am um, trying to get uh, Outback in line. Um, so I don't know why, but I've started gravitating towards the Subaru Outback. I think um, yeah, Outback, Outbacks are sick. Seeing it lowered with the right set of wheels, yeah. oh man, it looks so good. Yeah. And you get the utility out of it too. It's yeah. just oh, all that trunk space, automatic, just comfortable to drive. Steven had one. Yeah, for, I remember. For a bit. Yeah, he bought that lemon. <laughs> for a bit. He had it for like a week. He <laughs> 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 was burning coolant, yo. Yeah, the head was gasket no was in done. It. it was, I think oh, it was. Oh my gosh. But that thing was sick though, not gonna lie. When he had yeah. it, yeah. we went out for lunch together. Yo, I, I liked it. I don't know, it's a vibe. The seats, yo. yeah, the vibe. It's a vibe. With Steven sitting like this up yeah. the studio. <laughs> yeah. Like just jacked up. <laughs> no heat, you know. He reminds me of my mom driving, though. Sherry's like laughing at her. Every single time I try to get one of the cars that's parked outside and the seats like pulled up to You know like, who drove it. Yeah. You know who like, drove it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it just speaks to me. I'll see it in like different photos. Yeah, we'll call I'll it. See it. Um, there's two models I'm looking at. One's all black, yeah. which is it's kind of cool. It looks yeah. like a, I don't know. The yeah, two tone though. The two tone's cool. Two tone's where it's at. I like the two tone. Um, but the other one I'm looking at is also blue with like a, okay with like a white, not white interior, like an off white interior and like some black uh, trim pieces. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of cool. It's different. You know, it definitely has that dad vibe to it if you don't do anything to it yeah, nothing's but, more dad than the forest green yeah that's what that's what steven had yeah green. but i loved it i loved it with the beige it's just like, so classic yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so classic <laughs> such a classic color i don't know man I, it just i think uh commuting nowadays it's like it's eh in a performance car because when you're stuck in traffic that that's no fun mm -hmm. right but if i had something auto to just Chilling, yeah. bro. It'd be whatever. Chilling, yeah, man. Gotta have a car for like each each purpose that you have mm -hmm. to drive, I guess, right? I'm just grateful that we get all these cars to drive. You yeah, know, these manual cars. Hell yeah. But when you go around, when when I'm going home, I would love to just chill mm -hmm. and drive an automatic. Yeah, easy like Sunday, right? Like <laughs> having adaptive cruise control. I use I use it all the time now. It's it's so nice so it just keeps you within a certain range of what's yeah. in front of you right yeah it just automatically breaks and accelerates for you yeah you kind of just have to stay in lane and just it removes that 
that extra layer of complexity to the drive and yeah. you just I can kind of listen to my audio books and I can listen to the podcast and um, it just makes it a lot more effortless but mm. it's, it's definitely uh, a feature that there are certain times where yeah you, you want that car with that those features and that chill vibe just for like certain commutes and then everything else has has their purpose yeah too. I think I think now he needs a Tesla so that the Tesla can drive him to work no yeah. <laughs> 100 <laughs> percent well we're, we're our, our dream is to get a cyber truck as a shop truck mm-hmm. like a cyber truck we'll put on our own like kodawari livery on it trailer cars like when when customers buy like brand new cars and they want to bring it here for like a full uh new vehicle package it like we enclosed trailer yeah you know it's got so much space yeah no I, if, if i'm gonna get a truck it's gonna be a cyber truck yeah with tees T thirty seven. It's gotta be the T E thirty thirty seven HDs, yo. HDs, yo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Heavy duties, bro. Yeah, the trailer's gonna have T's on it too. Oh damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. T's on everything. That's it, bro. All right. Okay, guys, we're gonna jump into a quick break okay. and we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's your girl Sherry. I'm popping on here to thank you for tuning into our podcast and to throw out some plugs. So if you're enjoying this episode and vibe with what we're all about, make sure to hit the follow button from whichever platform you're streaming from. If you're on Instagram, we are too. Check out our podcast at CodaCast and our main page at CodaWire Collective for our latest projects. And lastly, all of our podcast episodes are also available in video format. So if you want to put names to faces, make sure to head over and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Kodawari Collective, where you can also find all kinds of car stuff, obviously detailing, we got vlogs, we got skits, we even got a few installs. So check it out. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right, guys, we're back from the break. Uh, we're going to jump into some Nissan updates, 400Z updates to be specific. She gets Steven. Yeah, he's yeah. probably heard that. Heard, heard those sounds coming out of my mouth. He's like, Nissan, what? Nissan, and he just, Nissan. yeah, his ears perk up. Yeah, 400 horsepower, 350 torque. Uh, Damn. Six speed offered right off the bat. So already it's one up on the Supra in my eyes. Um, the pricing is supposed to be... Very, 40K. very... 40K. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Wow, North of 40K? 40K? Yeah. But cars are getting more expensive nowadays, right? Like, they just... I think they, they just came up with the pricing for the GR86. Yeah. And it's around that price. Yeah. It's around like 30, 38. The new 86. Yeah. yeah. 38 or 35 or something. Plus taxes. So if this is 40 plus tax... That's amazing. That's and it has 400 horsepower. Yeah. Bro, how much is the how much is the Supra? Supra's like 70 60 something? Yeah. 65 yeah, starting. Plus tax, yeah. It's like 70, 70 75 out the door. That's yeah. that's a lot of money. So, you're going to see it somewhere in the car, right? Like where the savings went cuz I remember like stepping in a Jackie's 350 years ago and I was just like this is a very like watered down interior. It's like not you don't feel super special about yeah. it. I mean, but the performance is there. Yeah. Hands down, performance. The Z is known for the interior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. kind of is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this they should have a pretty updated interior. I think be, so. Yeah. yeah, it's like 2022, right? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's got a new new touchscreen. Um, it's still made in Japan, and uh, yeah, I got the fastback design, mm-hmm. retro oh. tail lights. Yeah. Oh, interior uh, doesn't look too bad. But the fact that it has a six-speed, the fact that the pricing is so appealing. 
it's it's checking off a lot of boxes for people who want to get into this um, this this range of, of performance. Coop, I think this is what what Steven should aim for, yo. Yeah, not not Whoa. like an older Skyline. Steven and Tony, yo. Oh man, <laughs> Nissan boys. Tony's Tony needs uh, yeah. a nice, comfortable drive to and from work, and this would this would take all the boxes. I mean, it's a classic, classic look. Like the front end, like the front headlights are based off of like what the Fair Lady, yeah, two forty, mm-hmm. um, and then the rear end, kind of like the three hundred Z almost, yeah, or three hundred ZX, yeah, three hundred ZX. So, damn, what do you guys think of those seats? Yellow. So not bad, man. I choose these seats over the, the SI. SI. Yeah. 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 I don't know about the coloring, the, the stripes, but I guess it's like just a prototype or launch edition. So Yeah, I think this might be the proto. Mm-hmm. That um this is, Yeah, this, it's a proto. Yeah, but this is very, very, very close. Very close. It's yeah. Pretty, it's pretty much production ready. Mm-hmm. Damn. The only thing that doesn't do it for me is that grill. That grill? You don't like that yeah. grill? Hey, but you can always change it out, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's, that's an easy fix. Yeah. I've seen some renders on this thing yeah. where like they lower it, some Ars Watana, oh, Watana Abe's. Ooh. Oh, such Damn. a clean look, yo. You're going for that like, Oh, that one right there. You're going for that Wangan. Yeah, that one. Yo, it's like the, the Maximum 2 Devil Z. Oh, holy. Damn. Yo, this white one though. Nismo, yeah. Oh, like, okay. These the renders tees. are sick. Like yeah. the body line is just so. Yeah. Yo, I love how the community just takes this car and then mm-hmm. they just add their touch to it. Yeah. That that Nismo one looks friggin' sick. It just makes buying a car, like that, choosing your next car, so much harder. The bottom right, there, Alan. Uh, yeah. No. This guy. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. I like that. They got the over fenders with the rivets. Yeah, with all these renders nowadays, like it makes choosing your next car so much harder because deal. everything looks good. It looks like OGs on there. Mm-hmm. It got a duck duckbill spoiler. It could, yeah. It just opens up your imagination as yeah. to what the car can look like, yeah. right? Because it gives uh, you some inspo. I, a lot of people, I don't know, they just. Would you buy a Nissan yeah. Z? Yeah. Yeah. I would buy all these cars. As long as the car speaks to you in yeah, some way. As long as it's a driver's car, yeah. Like, Yo, more cars to drive. There's all, all of them. Damn. Some people are I, really I've, talented. I've been, I've been really this, feeling like the R35s again. Like for, for oh, a those long are period of time. Yeah, those are sick. I just fell off of that R35 wagon. Because me and Alan, we loved those cars when it yeah. first came out. Like it was, there was everything back in 2008. And then it just stopped doing it for me. But then now I've kind of, I've never really seen one done to your liking, to my liking. Like I've seen all like the various wide bodies and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you guys know it's all those little details add up. And and uh, the R35, it's 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 slated to have uh, the next generation come out R36. They're doing like a bunch of final edition R35s. They're they're coming out in like that midnight purple. It's coming out in the Millennium Jade. Like they're like two special really? editions that wow. they're coming out with. So those are going to be very highly. I would love to see that in like a midnight. Uh, the yeah. the Jade the Jade colorway. So it's um. No, that's. I don't think that's, that's the aftermarket, right? Or, like that's wrapped. Yeah, that's probably wrapped or something. Okay. But what what year are we talking here? Like R35. 
you see that first? Oh, um, oh okay. Oh, I see that. Yeah, that the first, Millennium um, Jade. The first one. Car and first, driver one. Yeah, the car driver. That, that is that nice, man. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, oh, damn. Okay. 2021. Jeez. Which one would you choose, though? Millennium Jade. I don't know, actually. It's, it's a hard choice. Like, they're both so nice. Wow. How it looks which, green. Which one would you choose, Alan? I've, I've never really been a fan of, like, that chameleon kind of chromatic. That pearlescent yeah, type paint? Yeah. Yeah. To be honest. Like, it's, it's super cool, but, yeah, not, not my cup of tea. I think it just looks different on the R34. I'm a fan of it, yeah. but I personally wouldn't drive it. I think what, what color speaks to me the most is um, the dark metallic, like, on the R32s. Or, or the white, I'd probably get it in white. T spec. That is cool. Sick. We're gonna see interior too, eh? Damn. Like different color interior. So T spec is a limited edition, um, though Nissan hasn't hasn't said how many will be built. Pricing starts at 140k USD probably. Uh, deliveries are supposed to start the winter. So the Nismo special edition, they start at like 217. My goodness. So yeah, those Nismos are crazy, crazy price. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even like a little bit of money. They're that's like two fifty. That's yeah, they're, crazy. They're like, the Canadian they're probably closer like two fifty. Yeah, yeah. For a car like this, what do you think you're paying for? Like, look at the variance in price. That's like seventy-seven grand. You're paying like, for a lot of dry carbon. Right? Yeah. A lot of dry carbon. You're paying for carbon ceramic brakes, which they've recently released for the the newest Nismo. They've never had carbon ceramics before. So carbon ceramics, I don't know if they updated the seats, but you're a lot of, um, a lot of like light, lightweight components added to it. All the custom body work, uh, the wheels. Yeah, I didn't realize, I never knew those Nismo GTRs were so, such a, demand such a huge premium because the car generally is like 120. But it's gone over. It's gotten more expensive yeah, over the years, right? So now it's kind yeah. of sitting at like 150. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, it started out being like what? I think 80s, when it first came 90s? out, yeah, it was just priced under, under 100k. But inflation. And then so yeah, so we're throwing another 100k on the car. Right? Yeah, basically. But I've never been able to drive one of those cars as a daily. Can you, like so like the performance that you get you get out of those cars are, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. The dual clutch transmission is, is still, so good. Yep. So to this day, we, we were so quick to forget about what this car did for the industry mm -hmm. and, and pretty much like woke everybody up yeah. with the performance. So that's why I don't know. I've been I've been feeling it lately. I've been looking at oh, like yo, with the bug. I showed you guys the Voltex kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Voltex yeah. finally made a full kit yep. for that car. Super clean. And then um, Varus has their Opus Mag Magnum kit which are just like super, super, super clean. Yeah. Super clean. This is the Voltex kit right here. This is the one you showed us? Yeah. Dang. I really like the, the Varus kit. Jeez. So like Varus has like, like a whole bunch of different kits for the mm -hmm. R35. Wide body. But this is like, their, I think their Opus Magnum line is like their, their super high end, like premium, not like giant wings. That Dude, kind that's of stuff. eleven grand for a bumper. No, I think it's a full kit, right? No, that's just for, for the, the bumper, bumper, dude. What? Yeah. Oh my. Look at that. Good tax, man. Bumper and fenders oh. package. Okay. But this is non-CF, right? 
Uh, yeah, I'm not gotta, too sure. Description. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pick all your options and stuff. Oh, I see. They won't allow you to just buy it. Like, I wouldn't piece be surprised if it was like, yeah. Generally, like a bumper is like at least five k. But for a car like this, it could. I, I, that's why it wouldn't even surprise me if that bumper was ten k. If you got like the full dry carbon front splitters and lips and all that, right? Yeah. I mean, compared to the Varus one, is this, this is the. That's like their third kamikaze. So yeah. this is like their their like. Full oh, the Magnum. Full race wide yeah. body kit. Actually, yeah, that looks pretty damn yeah. clean, man. I like that, man. That's T's. Course, yeah. anything with TEs. I think they got has the over over fenders. I think the the front fenders are a little bit wider. From mm -hmm. nine hundred and forty dollars to thirty three thousand dollars. What would nine hundred and forty dollars be like? Like probably like an M Canards. One Canard, yo. Jeez. The dive planes. That that look at that diffuser, sick. Oh, that's sick. So clean. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think of the exhaust? I would change cutting. the wing though. I wouldn't get that. I really wing. like the wing. You do? Oh, I like that wing. Like, it just screams like a street, like a street, street build. build. You know, yeah, I, I, that's I, true. I, I would, I, I would want to keep the GTR like a street look, mm -hmm. just like a street monster. You that's know? true. Paint match everything. Just have like little carbon accents here and there, mm -hmm. but it just, just looks like the presence of seeing something yeah. like that rolling down, um, not going over too, too far, right? Uh, yeah, that's that'll do it. That kit, it's the price of a... I don't know which one I like more, man. They both look pretty damn good. I like this one more. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Varus kit looks really good. I would actually even, I, even consider like mixing the two kits. Sometimes, sometimes you can mix like even with the S2000, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm taking ASM and Voltex and mixing the two of them. Mm -hmm. And we'll, we'll see how it turns out. Steven would be super happy if we built an R35. He'd be sitting in it every day. He'd be like, uh, you know, taking this to lunch. Taking it, taking it to. Be asking if we need to pick up anything anywhere. Yeah. He'd be like, yo, just let me go. Whatever it is, I'll go get it. Enough of Nissan onto uh, Subaru. 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 News. Okay. Um, not much going on. Just uh, the release of the new WRX and like spy renders of the STI. Mm -hmm. Alan, you have been on uh, Team Subi for for since, some time since 2015. Yeah, yeah. Right? I was there with you when you bought it. Yeah, I remember. Right. Okay. I was going in for a hatch, and um, the one I saw at the dealership was just not making the cut. And the, the guy was like, hey, um, what about this one? And I'm like, dude, this is a brand new car. I'm looking for a used STI here. He's like, no, 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 this, uh, the guy took it off, um, or the guy that bought it brought it back because he said he needed a truck. And then we were like just asking him, how much, how much is this going for? So um, we got the numbers, it sounded good. And I initially went for a hatchback and ended up leaving with a 2015 STI. And it was like with 12,000 clicks on it. And uh, yeah, ever since then, I've just been loving it. Um, the all-wheel drive, the practicality of driving it all year round and not having to worry. And I've kept it bone stock except for suspension and, and wheels. 
and I've never had any issues. Never any issues with like the engine or anything like that. A few things I had to bring back to the dealership for like recalls, and that was mostly regarding like paint work. But other than that, I haven't had an issue with the car. It's a great car. I love it. I'm actually trying to find another uh, Subaru for the winter, so I don't have to drive this one um, through all our salt and all that. But yeah, um, this new one. <laughs> uh, very, very different look from what I'm currently used to. I mean, I don't want to totally cast it off and be like, no, it's this is not what an STI should be. But, you know, I think it's just going to take a long long time for me to warm up to it i i just think the uh the plastic trim on it is just is not i don't know i'm not there yet i mean if i saw it on a cross track or an outback or something i think it would look more at home but currently i don't know it's gonna take a lot of convincing and a lot of uh body kits to be released for me to to be on board with it but this render right here looks pretty it damn looks, good good man i like those fog light deletes yeah i, I do i do um, i didn't even notice that to be honest it, it's it's clean it's clean the it shape is. of it it looks very aggressive yeah yeah because the the wrx is just like all plastic the, the over the arches over the wheels are all plastic yeah. the whole bottom part of the bumper is all like plastic the rear bumper all the bottom part is like it's a lot of plastic so yeah like look at that Jesus, oh my god holy Hey, lightweight. <sighs> no, that's too. Yeah, it just it looks cheap, man. It yeah. does. It does. It, it looks like. But on the upside, there is a new engine, a new power plant being introduced in here, right? So maybe that's the saving grace. Maybe people can look past that if uh, they fall in love with this new uh, engine platform. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's a two point four liter. It's the output is like the same. Yes, Nick. <laughs> Sue me, bro. That was uh, that was Nick said he likes it. So I, I, I you guys should uh, ex explore, man. I'd, I'd be happy to see a new uh, WRX rolling around. Yeah, heck yeah. But it's yeah. So it's gonna be a two point four liter now. Output performance wise is pretty much the same. It's like two seventy one seventy one horsepower. Mm -hmm. They're saying they did it more for rumors. Are they like it's. 271, 258. It's for emissions, right? Six speed. Before it was a two-liter motor for the WRX, so they it would have to be kind of like it's a little bit more high-strung to get that performance. Now that it's got more displacement, it might allow for the 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 motor to to kind of meet those emission standards. Yeah. Um, hopefully, this new motor allows for a little bit more reliable tuning because. I don't know much about supermotos, but I know they fucking grenade all the time. Ringland as soon failure. As, as soon as you like touch anything, you're opening. You're opening the floodgates. Yeah, you're opening <laughs> up a can of worms that yeah. can. I think it's it's reliability builds are definitely there. You just got to buy the right parts. You got to buy all the supporting mods. You can't just like put all the bolt-ons on, not do a tune, and go rip this shit and be like, yeah, it's fucking reliable. No, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna happen like that. You got to do it right, but. Look at this price tag though, 30 G's USD, USD, right? Yeah. But for what you're getting at 30 G's, 271 horses, all wheel drive and six speed or CVT. So 30 like, G's is like what? 30 compared G's. to the GR86, that's close. Like that's north of 40 grand, right? And you're not even getting like close to this. Maybe you're getting like what, 210? 
Yeah, but they're not. They're not in the same. They're not in the same class, though. I know. Yeah, so but around like, thirty-seven thousand yeah, yeah, uh, If you're comparing yeah. this with another car in the class, you're looking at what Toyota's bringing out, the, the new GR. Corolla. Yeah. GR Corolla, right? Well, obviously the GR Corolla is going to be a little bit more up the performance end in terms of towards competing against the STI. Mm-hmm. But what what other cars are are is, okay. is, is WRX competing against? Um, so the Golf R, okay, right, and then there's that new Mazda all-wheel drive turbo that they have, and then the WRX, obviously, I think the Ford Focus, ST. If, no, no, not ST, the RS. I don't know if they're still making that car. Yeah, well, no, I don't think they're making the RS anymore. But mm. the RS and the STI are a little bit more comparable. Mm. The WRX is like is one tier down, right? So. Oh yeah, true, true, true. I, the WRX is more against a bunch of front-wheel drive cars, so like the GTIs, mm-hmm. against like the Civic SIs. It's against, uh, I think, like Hyundai has some performance, like front-wheel drive sedans the veloster ends and stuff yeah Yeah. they they have like they have like their elantra end as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the one thing that i know the wrx has in spades is their all-wheel drive system yeah that's that's the thing that's separating them from all those other cars the uh, si the elantra and the golf gti right is is Mm -hmm. an all-wheel drive system so do you think that this is in the same category as like audi's s3 stuff like that or no no not the S3. Because it's different, right? Yeah, it's like the S3 is uh, luxury. way more expensive. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I think I think the S3, like maybe towards more like the A3. Because cause the WRX is, it's, it's like a performance model, but it's yeah. not like their top performance model. True. Right? I definitely see potential. I just, I'm not happy with the Fender. Yo, if it can look like that blue little... one with the wheel arches painted. This one? Yo, man, I might get into Subaru. Yo. I might. You say that about every car, though, man. I might That's get into the thing. this. That's why I'm not in another car because I don't know what I want. You know, like, yeah, well, you, you know, you know us. Like any car, like like all the aesthetics on the exterior side, you can always change that. As mm-hmm. long as the motor and drivetrain and the driving experience is on there, is on point, then you know we can always do so anything true. else. I mean, the interior looks way beefed up now. Like they got that huge touch panel display, like in the new Outbacks. Yeah. Steering wheel is the same though. Yeah, steering wheel yeah, looks the same. The infotainment for the Subarus have been dated as hell, yo. Yeah, bro. As dated as Lexus? Ringing that no, out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. That's exciting. Know, new new X. They got their new BRZ. Ooh. Okay, um, yo. I would so drive that. Okay. So we're, we're, we're looking at a, a hatch version or a wagon version. In Japan, it's not a Laborg, yeah. We don't get them here. Nope. Because no one likes wagons. I don't know, man. I feel like that that uh, that feeling is, is changing. I, I feel like a lot more hot hatches are coming to North America Just recently. RS6? I think it's getting there, man. I hope so. Yeah. I saw a dope-ass RS6 on the way here. Orange. Mm-hmm. So wide. I saw a lime green one two days oh ago. Oh, my God. That yeah. car is beautiful, yo. I was just like, I want to find the road presence of those cars is nuts. Especially when you lower them yeah, too. Yeah. Just to give you guys a even as is, it's like it, it attracts your attention yeah. right away. Yeah. Damn, like holy. I saw this. That's that's what I saw. This yeah. rear end. Damn. Yeah. Just leaving today. I was like, man. What's the tag on these cars? Like 
150. <laughs> oh my god. Above 100 for sure. Yeah, like when you when you spec it out, it's like closer to like 180. Mm -hmm. Oh my. 180 god. up up to 200. It starts at 109. Oh yeah. my. You know Audi, it's like a la carte. Like all the good add-ons, they're like 5G's, 3G's, 6G's. Holy. So like the base base RS6 is like 10 Yo, I can see you guys driving this thing. 108, oh, but yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, um, oh, that's also USD as well, right? Mm -hmm. See now driving this. Oh, it's so clean on the back. Like, I, I can love see that. you driving this with oh, a roof box on top. Yo, you know what I like for the longest time? So nice. The Stinger. Really? The Kia, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I, you I going off on that. I love that car. Really? Yeah, I would still, I would still modify a Stinger. I, I, I really like that, that, uh, that car. Just, just what Kia did in terms of just, hitting a home run out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like you would never expect a type, that type of car to be made from that manufacturer. And uh, they came out and they did a great job with that 3.3 liter turbo shape of it. I love, I love wagons. I love uh, fastbacks. Mm -hmm. um, so that Stinger and, and the price was so super appealing. Really? How much was it? Like 50K. 50K? Yeah. And you're getting a performance like equivalent to like a closer to like an S7. Wow. Okay. I remember you saying that the designer that worked on that car used to work for Audi, right? Uh, or engineer it's been a or while something since like that. I've uh, talked about that car. I think he was from BMW. From the oh. M M division. Okay. I remember after hearing that, I looked at the car again. I was like, oh, okay. It actually does draw on some Audi. Yeah, I've actually never European. seen any modified Stingers in, in the GTA. It's so yeah, true. I've never yeah. seen one. It's Although a rare I've car. Seen, stock body. Uh, I've seen Alec post like a few pictures of stinger mm -hmm. he's like that's his favorite kdm car uh i mean kia did something right moving uncle yeah kia did something right there yeah, yeah we didn't really I, did, I didn't do any research on korean manufacturers but uh they're they're making some noise too mm -hmm. yeah man with the n line for hyundai mm -hmm. you wonder what the n's for nurberg you think Mm, no, it's uh, for their city, Nang, Nang Oh, okay. Uh, I pro I'm probably butchering the name, but it's 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 a city in in Korea. I see, I see. So that's 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 what the N stands for. Okay, we're gonna jump into Toyota news. Toyota. Oh. Yes, yo, Toyota's making a splash, big time, huge. Yeah, we we have the new eight six, which is yeah, I got the two point four liter now. And then the biggest news of all, because obviously earlier this year, the GR Yaris like broke the internet, came out, you know, this was uh, a homologated car that was pretty much built backwards. They, they built it for rally first and then they homologated to a production vehicle. It's as if they made it specifically for rallying yeah. and they just built extra cars just because they needed it. And that car had such like really cool features on it. Like it had a carbon roof, you know, like the drivetrain was straight out of like the, their, their rally car. It's, it was made in the same plant that made the LFA. So like that specialty plant Jeez. that uh, Toyota and Lexus produced like really high end plants mm -hmm. where you find all like the, the, all the Takumis, like master craftsmen technicians who have been in the trade for like 25 years they all all those guys work at that plant working on like their wow. their best cars right so that yaris the yaris yeah it, it took the world the whole automotive world by storm 
And now uh, we might be getting it in the form of a GR Corolla. Oh, not a Corolla I Sport. Were, I thought you were going to say we're going to get it, the, the Yaris. No, no, no. Like, oh. Yeah. For, I think because the North American market, they're bigger people. The Yaris is dinky. Like, there's a lot of people won't be, it's, it's just, it, it doesn't suit, doesn't suit like the body types over North America. Mm-hmm. So the Corolla is going to be a little bit more spacious, but it's going to have the same powertrain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same powertrain. Three cylinder? Uh, 1.6 liter, three cylinder. Crazy. All drive. Uh, apparently, potentially could be tuned up to 300 horsepower. Wow. Yeah, so they're going balls to the wall. Mm-hmm. All like that Roll is a, making a comeback, yo. An approachable 30k, very so, approachable. Yeah, they're, they're, it's probably gonna be closer to like 40k. Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like 38. Still, yeah, yeah 38,000. Yeah. So plus taxes. But hatchback, all-wheel drive, yo, this is this. Hot hatch coming Hot through, yo. Hatch. It's gonna be sick. I really like the way it looks. The new Corollas, they're. Definitely taking a step in the right direction in terms of design. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what a Corolla looks like. Anytime you see a beige Corolla on the highway, you know to steer clear from that and you don't want to go anywhere near that. <laughs> but now it's like, I do catch myself looking two, three, four times at like these uh, hatchbacks. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, it actually looks really good. Like they've paid a lot of attention to, uh, you know, what makes a car overall look really good. And I feel like it's a contrasting front and rear bumpers, the large grill, mm-hmm. the 18-inch wheels that come stock, I think now, yep. on the sport models. Yo, try searching up red GR Corolla. Red GR Corolla. Yeah. Right. There, there were some like uh, screen captures of like the Japanese magazines. Whoa. Damn. That looks pretty bumping, not gonna lie. That's the current one, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. this is the current fun. one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah, man. That is. So it's got like the wider Bro, yeah, that is hips sick. out back. It's got a little bit of a boxier design, yeah. like closer to the Yaris. Closer to the Yaris, right? Because yeah. the Yaris the is like end. super boxy, mm-hmm. right? Yo, but the, the Yaris Look at the headlights comparison, are yeah. so, so aggressive. Yo, they're those, so nice. There's, I haven't seen a set of headlights mm-hmm. that nice in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, that for me, that the Yaris headlights are so nice, but mm-hmm. they're gonna be more like the Toyota with this kind of like this hook kind of kind of knife-ish thing yeah yeah I know what you mean I like that man I like that it's still yo that's it I like that yo I'm sure they're gonna release like a conversion kit or something who knows I don't know I kind of like the Toyota lights too man Mm -hmm. yeah no it's gonna be hot man hatchback Three-cylinder, almost 300 horsepower. It's going to be sick. It's going to be a hot grocery getter. Dave, that's your. That's all you, man. That's me? Come yeah, on, that's bro. All you. I don't even know what I want yet. Yo, you started your journey off as a Toyota tech. You time to, time to, time to bring it back. Full circle. See you in this <laughs> all-wheel drive hatch. Yo, my, my, my parents bought a Corolla way back in the day, and that was like the first car that I actually like enjoyed detailing. It was like that dark green Corolla. It was like a 98, but like I would spend all weekend like waxing my dad's Corolla because it was like one of our newer cars. We, we we had a bunch of like used cars, like really old cars, but we actually bought that car like, I think it was like maybe a couple years old. It wasn't brand new, 
but it was like the beige interior, the dark green outside with the, with the lines. Classic. And like I, I remember in our driveway, I would just be waxing it, waxing it over a weekend. And it would just look mint. And look where we're at now. We got a freaking detailing company. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we gotta get a Corolla so I can wax that and it'll be full circle, yo. <laughs> you gotta get it now. I'll wax it for you, all right? All right. <laughs> Just see now. Waxing up my car. Jeez. But yeah, man, Toyota, man, this is yeah. super exciting. So they have the Supra, they have the 8.6, and now they have the Corolla. So Corolla, they're making a yep. friggin' comeback with the performance vehicles. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget, there's a potential new MR2 on the rise, okay. too. Yeah they're because they're saying how back in the day like the three brothers strategy was yeah. the mr2 the supra, supra and the Celica, right and they're saying there are rumors saying that the mr2 a new mr2 might complete that it's it's looking more like the corolla is going to be taking the spot of the mr2 mm -hmm. uh, alongside the 86 but yeah, I don't know. There's been a bunch of renderings going around with the MR2 saying that it's going to be completely electric. Mm -hmm. Saying that it might be a collaboration between Porsche and Toyota. Right. Uh, Porsche has like, um, I think it's like a high performance single motor real drive electrical system. And this thing could be rumored to be 300 kilowatts, which equates to the 400 horsepower. Whoa. Yeah, that's... That's pretty dope, man, because there were, what, Toyota sold three generations of mid-engine MR2s in the U.S. between 1985 and 2005. And it was always, the ethos of the car was always lightweight, right? I think the, uh, the third generation car sold in the 2000s weighed only 2,200 pounds. And it was an inline four engine making 138 horsepower. So, like, the power to weight back then it was pretty legit 2200 pounds so, yeah i don't know are we are we are, are we shooting for the stars you know we already have three performance cars from toyota and and you know I, I, they make it seem more realistic talking about making a, doing a collaboration mm -hmm. right because doing a collaboration with porsche I think, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. A lot, a lot of auto manufacturers already do that, right? There's always yeah. cross-collapse happening. And I think it's just the money and time invested. It's like a lot for one company. But if you share that kind of workload and share that technology, I guess it eas eases the burden a bit more, right? Mm -hmm. Yo, because I, I just thought of this right now. Okay, so the, the Cayman, they're saying that they're going to have an electrified, electrified Cayman. What if they share that platform with Toyota? where they use the mid-engine platform from Porsche. Mm -hmm. They use that electric powertrain, but Toyota puts their own spin on it. That's exactly what I think Porsche is going to do. Because they, they're, they're, Porsche is going hard with electrification. Mm -hmm. And I think the Cayman is one of the models expected to, to have a full electrified version. So if they did a collab and there was like an MR2 version and, and Cayman, yeah. yo, that would oh. be sick. Damn. As long as it doesn't turn out like the Supra. <laughs> I mean the Z4. The Z4, yo. Oh, Z4. That was a joke, Supra. guys. We just we just saw we just saw the Supra at Eric Zakra. There was a black one for sale. Oh really? Yeah. The Quran bought one off of like the wholesaler. Yeah. But they were uh, they had it sitting in in the did, bay. Did you, did you drive it? No, I asked 
but there was someone coming to buy it oh, like 20 minutes after. Wow. But I've never driven it yet. I'm, I really want to drive one. Yeah. I really, really want to drive one. Just to see what that transmission is out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels like. Man, yeah. That would be sick. MR2 with a mid-engine electrified version. That'd be insane. 400 horses. Four and a MR. This thing's probably going to be light too. Well, it depends on the on the battery That's true. size and everything too, right? So this render makes it look, I don't know, super aggressive. This is just a sample, but if it looks anything like this, I dare say this almost looks like a NSX, yo. <laughs> I was going <laughs> right? to say, say that too. <laughs> the lights and everything. I don't understand why they and it's like with the BRZ sun, wheels, they yo. The wheels that look like BRZ, BRZ yeah. Like, hated those wheels. Oh, oh my god, those. the two-tone split fives. Yeah. Uh, no yeah. thanks. There, there were more than split fives. They were like a. <laughs> they were ten. They were tens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, split ten, whatever. Yeah, man. It's just to see all these manufacturer manufacturers coming out with like these performance cars. It's. It's exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super exciting. I'm excited for the future of Kodawari, guys. Oh, I'm excited too. This looks like a Subi. Legit. Toyota is working on a new MR. Super Mark V. Oh, okay. Yo, did we miss any uh, JDM manufacturers? JDM? Uh, Let's see. Besides uh, besides Mitsubishi. Yeah, Mitsubishi's not doing anything. Before we transition over to... Porsche, and then we're going to close off with um, the Corvette. Lexus. IS500. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, brought the V8 back. Brought the V8 back. It's um, not a full F model, mm-hmm. but it has the V8. LS500? Yeah. So, IS500. IS IS500. Yeah, IS500 um, performance. Came out with like that really nice gray with it too. It's nice. The fact that they actually brought the V8 back, they're, they're saying that potentially they'll be bringing the full F models to the LC500, uh, maybe a full F model to the LS. Oh, and like LS2? LS, LS F model. So that's that would be sick, uh, although I don't know. Those cars don't sell a lot at all. Yeah. So would this be in in line with like a five series M5 or like, this is like a full, full size sedan. Oh, a three series. Okay. Yeah. The IS is, is, is the smallest sedan that they have. The M5 would be more of like a GS. Mm -hmm. GS equivalent. So the fact that they brought the V8 back, I think, you know, uh, Toyota is coming out with performance models. Lexus is, 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 is ramping up the performance models. And they're just trying to get people excited about their cars again. Yeah. We, and, and that's been lacking for a really long time. Yeah. It's so, got a really uh, long nose there on the profile. It's for that huge ass V8. You know? Yeah. That's why, <laughs> it's the, nice that's why the center of the hood is like, yeah, it's raised. like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm digging it, man. Ooh. Sick. Damn. Always loved styling with Lexus. Always, always. It's just been elegantly just, just aggressive. Infotainment is kind yeah. of yeah, lacking, yeah. but but they're they're updating it. 
that's it's finally finally after finally finally, <laughs> finally <laughs> after like oh, years yeah toyota is infamous for their oh man for really being late to the game with the infotainment and we're finally getting like android auto and apple carplay that, that mm -hmm. that's that's been the like, standard now yeah all across the board wow that was one of the reasons we went with Acura with our, our DX man. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, like, what the hell is this infotainment <laughs> system? <laughs> Be better off just using your phone, yo, and an auxiliary cable. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious, what <laughs> they, I'm curious if they will, will release like a full F model for the IS. Mm -hmm. Back, like, because I've always loved the old IS I saw, F. I saw, yo, yeah. man, I remember when my, when my dad got the IS 250. Very nice. Back then, when I was when i was still driving around what was i driving around the the em1 em1 oh man i love that car yeah i felt so boss driving that is250 so okay. all drive it's just my it was my first taste in a lexus uh vehicle i remember he was looking at a bunch of cars and i pointed him in that one mm -hmm. and uh yeah it was the dark blue with the ivory interior and after we bought it and we drove it around he actually thanked me he's like Thank you for showing me this car because it's such yeah like the lexus it's quality, smooth the just the experience is just so so nice but yeah those that first gen isf has always always done it. remember when we went when up when we went up to markham and we saw that like auntie coming out pulling up in an isf oh no, yeah it was yeah, like yeah. lord too it was so sick yeah that was crazy i was i was not expecting her to be driving it <laughs> She was probably just picking up like lunch or something, but yeah, it comes this like little five foot nothing like auntie with like these plastic bags. She just hops in this ISF, yo. Just like damn. That's, That's like my dad is. hopping out of my like lowered Mazda three, yo. Yeah, pretty it's much. Like, what? But that name like has so much like heritage behind it. Like you know you're getting a classy Japanese car when you get in one of those, man. A one liability too, like that V eight. You know, it's it's the, the test of time. There's, it's a tank. You, you can, Speed on these motors, no issues. Whereas, like you have other V8s in, in the Euro world, it's yeah, you're 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 looking at a hefty bill. You're looking at a lot of lot of expenses to enjoy something like that. So that's the one thing that's always been synonymous with Lexus performance is that not only is it sound good, performs well, but it 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 doesn't. It's not gonna. You don't have to worry about it breaking down like ten years later. So to see that V8 coming back in this IS500 performance, the V8 is in the LC500. You guys already know how I feel about that car. And potentially, I know they're scrapping the RCF. I think so. I could be wrong. But they're potentially bringing back the F in the LC500. It might be a full F model, so LCF, and maybe an, even an LSF. LSF. I'm interested to see what that looks like, man. Remember the RCF? Yeah. And that's Steven's favorite car, yeah. Yeah, they're nice, man. Yeah. They are uh, nice. Uh, the headlights, I really like the taillights, or the back end of the car. But the headlights look a little too, they were a little too small for my personal taste. It's a two-door, right? Two-door. Yeah. yeah. It's like a long, But they came out with like the Fuji Special Edition. They came out with like the track pack. Yep. They're like really expensive. The performance was almost uh, the same oh, yeah it was yeah. like 500 five horsepower more yeah so it demanded a really big price tag and uh just wasn't didn't, didn't sell well yeah didn't sell well because you're comparing it to 
um, comparing it to like M3, M3, M4s, right? And they have like way more performance. But mm. you, but then again, it's it's for a very specific type of customer, you know, like that Japanese businessman over in you know, over in Japan who mm. maybe doesn't want an M3, M4. Yeah, it's very true. Want something naturally aspirated V8? Yeah, haven't really seen a lot of modified RCFs in the GTA too. That's so yeah, true. Nice. Nope. No. Can't wait to keep, uh, continue to explore watching people build these cars, man. You only see them in the States, but you never see them like over here. I haven't seen them in person, mm -hmm. but when that, that car has tons of potential. All right. So we're going to move over to the Chevrolet Corvette Z06, man. Jeez. So the C8 came out like last year, mm -hmm. like a year and a half ago. I'm not too sure. First Corvette mid-engine yep you know like a huge huge transformation from what we're used to seeing out of a corvette and then now they've been teasing this z06 model for how long a couple months now they released a lot of audio teasers of the new flat plane crank 5.5 liter v8 flat plane crank naturally aspirated sounded like a freaking ferrari in those teasers Sounded like a race car. Yeah. So they finally unveiled it. Um, it's the highest performing naturally aspirated V8 ever made. So 670 horsepower, and that's made it up to an eight-speed dual clutch. Has 21-inch wheels, 21-inch wheels in the rear, 20 in the 20s in the front. Mm -hmm. Double staggered. But this, this looks fucking epic. Like the the features and, and and the way this motor sounds it looks really really cool so like i think issues with the the f the initial launch with the c8 is that it was still a little it wasn't like a full driver's car yet yeah it was still like a kind of like a gt kind of cruising car but now with this motor it just brings breathes a whole new life into the car so the car wow. i think is a little bit wider too like the the quarter panel is widened the front Arches are widened, all the new arrow, the wing, you can get carbon ceramics, but the motor, the motor is the centerpiece of it all, right? Because we have the, the Shelby right behind us. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. And this motor, the way it sounds compared to the regular, the, the regular V8s, I don't, I forgot what the uh, difference is, but just the, just the how, high, how high they rev up. So this one, this motor revs up all the way up to 8,600 RPM. Yeah. What do you guys think of the, what do you guys think of that? 8,600, oh man, NA, yo, what's not to like? 670 horses at 86 RPM, yeah. that's, that's a lot. That's, you got eight gears to play with. Yeah. That's a lot of revving. Yeah. A lot of. Yeah, no, this thing's gonna have performance for days, for sure. Remember when we were at Mike's, David? Yeah. And then I, we, and we were talking about if we were to modify a domestic car for the shop would we choose the c8 or the shelby and you said the shelby yeah does this change anything no i would still mod it shelby you still choose this one yeah yeah i was never really a corvette person mm -hmm. yeah carbon carbon wheels yeah optional i mean it's nice it's a beautiful car yeah beautiful car look at that wing yo holy yeah, these are gonna be selling like hotcakes mm -hmm. because like 
this type of motor and drivetrain, you're not going to be able to like when we make the transition the shift to electrification like these are going to be like just collector cars mm -hmm. yeah. very unique driving experience. that's true yeah um, they come in like the targa so like the that, that that's there's there's clips of it opening and closing these seats look, look nice yeah, yeah they do i like how they they give you the option to to choose like the stitching oh yeah very customizable right? now. yeah it's very nice like I love how that the the direction that these manufacturers are going to. Because they know it's the the people that are buying these things, they're gonna treat it more than just like like our average car. It's mm -hmm. it's gonna be an extension of themselves, right? Their persona. Exactly, yeah. So they're they're gonna give them like the options to make it that much more special, right? Yeah. If you want a yellow car with like blue seat belts and like yellow stitching, you can do that. I like that Crazy. personality. But yeah, man. If I if I to pick two domestic cars to modify for the shop it would be the z06 and the shelby yeah for sure that gt3 looks sick holy i'm curious to see what the the japanese aftermarket community does with uh like for aero. this car yeah in terms of tweaking arrow i think liberty walk is like making arrow kits for this for this oh, car red. red i'm like what that's a lot of it's red. Too much red. Oh my goodness! You gotta like choose one or two days out of the year to drive this car. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Orange is nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. It does very much look like a Corvette, though. It's very true to itself, yeah. right? Like, you would not mistake in those tail lights, even the front. And I like so how iconic. Chevrolet always chooses like loud colors for these cars. You know, like they ha they give you the option of having a yellow or orange. It's like a statement, blue. You know? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like in a sea of like black and white cars, it's good. Colors always up. nice for sure, man. Yeah, no, I I would love to sit in one of these cars. I cannot wait for the for one of these to roll into the shop. That's for them to make that transition into like a su such a high revving motor. Yeah, that's that's it. What, what more can you ask for? Yeah. Okay. Last but not least, we we got Porsche news. Porsche news. Uh, Save the best G for last day. Eh? GT4 RS. Maybe this is the first time Porsche has ever come up with an RS, RS model for, for the GT4. Yeah. Uh, they just set a lap time uh, at the Nurburgring with this GT4 RS. Seven minutes and nine seconds. 23.6 seconds faster than the current GT4. Wow. You know, everyone's always been like, oh man, this mid-engine platform, it has the, the, the potential to knock the 911 off the, the top rung. Mm -hmm. But this is, this is crazy. And you see videos of Andreas Borninger kind of talking about this car. They're like, yeah, we, we don't want to get out of it. We love driving it. This might be one of the best cars we've ever built. Wow. wow. And, and this is a big statement. Yeah. That's big. crazy. It's a big statement. So it's going to be most likely PK. Mm -hmm. You got the Swan neck from like the 992 GT3s. Yeah. Um, you got the front louvers on the front fenders, kind of similar to the GT3 RS models as well. But yeah, man, holy, it's just... I think a lot of people, I can't imagine how hard this thing's going to be able oh, to get. Man. Is you get an allocation for this thing? Yeah. For sure. They're probably already spoken for, sure. for right now. 
I think, um, oh, I think um, Nathan was saying that he is trying to get an allocation for this. That's what he's gunning for. Mm -hmm. Even for him, yeah. it's hard. Oh, for him, it's going to be very hard. But really? I'm saying, like, if he, by the, the slim chance he gets one yeah. and he gets it washed here, oh, shit, oh, we get shit. to wash a GT4 RS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he's going to be like, yo, let me get a ride in this thing. Get to sit now that's in it. sick, yo. Fantasize. Like, the GT4 in itself is already like a, a statement piece. Yeah. You know, like, as soon as you drive a GT4, like, people are going to turn heads. They're going to be like, wow. Yeah. But having a GT4 RS. Ren Sport. Story. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they're saying it might be like up to upwards of close to 500 horsepower. Wow. From a from the four liter. Four liter. Yeah. That's great. Four liter just tuned to perfection. The brakes, arrow, handling, man. I, I got to test and try the PDK for the first time with Avi's uh, GT3 RS. That transmission is friggin' retarded. <laughs> <laughs> it's like playing Grand Turismo. Yeah and how quickly it shifts and how f that power is put down and how fast you accelerate. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. I can only imagine the sound. It's it just, was, mm. was crazy. I took it down our test track and it was like... Yeah. yeah. Gums flapping out the window. <laughs> Can't wait for the full review. I think they're probably going to unveil it. Probably they tend to unveil it at Geneva as well. So March is going to be a friggin' hype month, yo. Nice. Damn. Looking forward to that. Yo, we should just go to that auto show. That's one of the goals, right? Let's go, man. That's one of the goals is to go to all the biggest shows. And Geneva is the biggest. And that's where all the heavy hitters come out. You got, like, your Bugatti unveiling cars. You guys got, like, Pagani, Porsche, Ferrari, all the... All the... Big name exotics. OG players. Yeah. So, yeah, the goal is to hit up Geneva alongside SEMA and everything else like that. That pretty much wraps it up for cars and bubble tea, guys. Sans bubble tea. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers! I uh, hope you guys enjoyed talking about cars, listening about cars as much as we do. I think next time we'll maybe do like a, a live stream. You guys can kind of ask us questions, but, uh, you know, kind of um, talk about things that make suggestions as to what we think about cars and, and talk about certain things as well. But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.